global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. Caterpillar down 2% this morning. The biggest maker of construction and mining machinery saying first quarter sales and profit will trail analyst estimates amid a deepening slump across commodities. Futures lower this morning. S&P E-mini futures down 8 points. Dow E-mini futures down 62. NASDAQ E-mini futures down 19. The DAX in Germany is down 1.8%. 10-year Treasury up 12.30 seconds. The yield 1.86%. NYMEX crude oil up 1.6% or 60 cents to 39.06. Six a barrel. Comex Gold up 3.3 percent, or forty dollars seventy cents, to twelve seventy fifty an ounce. The euro a dollar thirteen eighteen. The yen one eleven point two eight. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Karen, thanks so much. It's an eventful morning. No, not like Draghi and ECB, but the fallout still from yesterday's comments by Chair Yellen and moving on to Bank of England. What is it, Mike? Bank of England in forty minutes. Or so. Bank of England in 40 minutes because they're not yet on British summertime. They have to so be sobered. An hour off. They have um, to be sobered over what has happened in the last. Which is hard hours. to do on St. Patrick's Day, by the way, as Kit Jokes pointed out. Yeah. Hard to be sober on St. Patrick's Day. For those Day. of you uh, worldwide, what St. Patrick's Day needs, means for me and Mike is we get out a pole vault. And we will peg it on Fifth Avenue to go over the crowds <laughs> so we can pole vault over to the Plaza Hotel. Oh, and for those of you who know New York, Second Avenue, where all the Irish bars are. Anyway, uh, we're talking with Steve Friedman for B&B Paribas Investment. Uh, and we're talking about the central banks. It, we, we don't have a bank as big as the Fed or the European Central Bank today, but we're making up in quantity because it's not just the Bank of England, but we get uh, Norge's bank. Uh, the Indonesians have uh, spoken. The Swiss have spoken. And basically, you've got a, a, a worldwide credit easing underway, even if uh, the Swiss hold steady. They're way down in negative rates anyway. Uh, is this going to continue? I mean, where are we trying to get to? Yeah, so I think there's just a broad appreciation across the central bank community that global growth momentum is slowing uh, and that in that environment, uh, they need to be very, very cautious. And where they can, they will be providing additional stimulus. And uh, mm-hmm. Is this coordinated? I mean, we had a G20 meeting at which everybody promised to, you know, be good boys and, uh, and do their best for global growth. But uh, normally they would tell you they don't make deals. Yeah, I think at the very least, uh, at those types of meetings, and, and let's bear in mind that central banks are always talking with one another, I, I think what's come about is probably some sort of informal understanding about some of the uh, risk factors that have been driving markets and that have, have uh, been weighing on the global economy. I think there's been this sense that uh, global central banks have been out of ammunition, uh, and they're trying to counter that impression. There's this sense that central banks are engaging in beggar-thy-neighbor policies, either uh, directly or indirectly. Um, and third, uh, I think as a big part of this, there have been concerns about uh, Chinese FX policy in particular. So I think reflecting on these broad uh, concerns, I think we've seen central banks try to push back on these concerns in the market uh, by acting in ways where perhaps their policies have less of an effect uh, on the exchange rate channel and they're easing through through other channels. And I think they're also trying to show that they are creative, that they still have plenty of ammunition should it be necessary. Do they? I mean, that came up a couple times. Orphanites, I'm sure, watching must have loved it. I think eight people yesterday said the word toolbox. Mm-hmm. We're very big. What's the to economic guys like you? Let's define that jargon free. What's the toolbox? So it's it's a number of things, and uh, I think there are a number of things in that toolbox. So it's uh, short-term interest rates, 
It's uh, quantitative easing. It's credit easing. It's forward guidance. It's changing. Forward the guidance is rhetoric, right? It's a form of rhetoric where you're trying to influence uh, expectations for the path of rates over the longer term or expectations for, for quantitative easing. Is there proof it works? Well, because I've heard a, a number of people, including Mr. Dudley at the Economic Club of New York, questioning whether Ford guidance will be around. So I, I think there are uses for it. I think at times when uh, you are potentially bumping up against a, a lower bound in interest rates, uh, that signaling that rates will stay low for, for years to come can, can, mm. be, can be quite effective uh, because it does tend to lower long-term interest rates. Well, now we, uh, at least according to uh, the WIRP function on the Bloomberg, and I don't know, uh, I, I'm not a big believer. Are we believer. out to 2019? <laughs> <laughs> We're out to September. I'm not a big believer in Fed funds futures because obviously the market has sort of disappeared, but it's the only thing we have to uh, give uh, journalistic hacks like us a, 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 a reference point. But it does get pushed out to September in that measure. So what do you? what's the investment now? What do you do? Do you buy, as you suggested the Fed wants you to, um, in the, in the farther out the yield curve, farther up the risk spectrum, and if so, what? So I do think that there there is room for risk assets to rally a bit more. We have an accommodative Fed. We have the ECB being very creative in in, in its use of its uh, tools. Uh, oil prices have stabilized. There's much less anxiety about a uh, devaluation by China. Uh, this concern about central banks running out of ammunition, I think, is less now than it was a month ago. So I think these all speak positively about uh, uh, about the outlook for risk assets in the very near term. Um, but I think over time, maybe in a few weeks, in a month or two, we're going to be back where we are where, where we are now in terms of concerns about slowing global growth. Um, we're going to see a rise in defaults in, in the high yield space in the U.S., particularly uh, among uh, oil and gas related firms. Um, I'm not confident that the stability that we've seen in oil prices is going to uh, to endure. But the but the the economic growth numbers are clear and present right now. Every day, including Caterpillar, comes out and says it ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Is it essentially well-meaning policymakers adapting to a growth recession? I, I think that's part of it. I think, and we saw that in the forecast yesterday. Uh, in December, the median uh, FOMC member thought growth this year would be at 2.4 percent. That's already come down to 2.2 percent. I think that's going to come down further. I think we're slowing to a trend-like pace. That's probably where's trend. One and a half, one and three quarters. Oh, come on. Maybe. Politically, that's, that's not going to get it done. That's not going to get yeah, it done. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that raises a whole another slate of questions about about uh, the frustration in the public. Fifteen right seconds. What will you listen for from Mark Carney and the bandits over at the Bank of England this morning? Uh, I, I will listen for a, any indications about about whether negative interest rates can be helpful, about whether they plan on holding off on on uh, on raising rates even more and their thoughts on on the impact of exchange rates. Exactly. I want to know what they think of cable. Mike, what do you have? Uh, Bloomberg News interviewing the uh, president of uh, Norway's central bank, uh, Mr. Olson, saying that zero is not a lower bound for Norway. Dangling that out there. They're at 50 basis do points you, now. They could go negative. Here's the existential question for this morning. Do you think the prime minister of Canada does loony? Does he think in loony? Or does he think in the tourist dollar, the reciprocal? Yeah. Well, he's in New York, so he's thinking dollars. We're going to find out. He, Justin Trudeau lot. in the 9 o'clock hour. Bloomberg Surveillance brought to you by Flushing Bank. Open a complete business checking account with $15,000 or more and get a free 16-gig Wi-Fi tablet. Visit FlushingBank.com for details. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.